Hello and welcome to another episode of A Little Ray of Sunshine, inspirational stories from everyday people. Today I have with me Starla Stuckey Radford. Starla, welcome. Appreciate you being willing to, to be here today and share your story. Thank you. <laughs> so we talked a little bit earlier. I spoke with your dad. I spoke with your brother. I spoke with your brother's wife, your sister-in-law. All of them have told me, you really need to get Starla on your podcast because she just really has an amazing story. And as we spoke a little bit, I'm starting to realize, yes, you do. You have a unique story that sets you apart in a way that perhaps other people haven't experienced. Would you say? Yeah, I'd say that, probably. Okay. So where does your story begin? <laughs> oh, my story begins when I was 16, and I got pregnant, and I got married when I was 17, and had my son when I was 17, and then I had my second son when I was 19, and yeah, I was young, I was selfish, uh, you know, I mean, I think everybody is. I wanted what I wanted, you know, and nobody could tell me what to do. I was pretty selfish. Pretty much a teen. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and then I divorced their dad because we were both young, mm-hmm. honestly. You know, we were both really young and we were very, we both were selfish, you mm. know? Yeah. I mean, really, we both really were, you know, but thank goodness we've grown up. You know, through the years and things like that. And at first it was hard, but then we began to work together. And he got married to this wonderful woman. And she was so good to my boys. And she's just, she made it so easy to co parent. And I'm really grateful for her. I really am. What did she do that made it so good? Well, when she got pregnant with their set of twins. I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. And she, after she had the twins, she came to me and she asked me, she says, would you be willing to watch the twins? And she said, because I want the boys, meaning, you know, my two older boys, to know their brothers the way that their sister knows them, Mm -hmm. because I had another child. And so she really wanted them to be able to grow up with them for however long I was able to watch them. Right. So it made it really easy to, I mean, sometimes my ex-husband would be out of town and she'd come pick up the twins and we'd have dinner together. What was your first reaction when she asked you? I was shocked, but I was so excited. No, I shouldn't say shocked. I was more surprised. It was a good surprise, not a shock of, whoa, what's going on? It was more of a, a happy surprise. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So it was good. And I got married my second time, and I had my daughter, which is the reason why Jonah was her name. She was the one that was married to my first um, ex-husband. <laughs> that's why she said she wanted the boys to you know, know their brothers like their sister does, because right. of my daughter. I watched them for the first year. And then I was going through a divorce with my second husband. (laughs) And so I had to go back to work. And so I wasn't able to have them for that long. But I 
still watched them. They had a daughter and I watched her, you know, here and there. I mean, it was just a great relationship that we would have, you know, and we still have. I mean, they were just at our house the other day. So give my daughter a birthday present. (laughs) That just just doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, yeah. And you're you're fortunate for your children, especially that it worked out that way. I truly am. I'm very, very blessed that it's worked out that way. I mean, they gave me their uh, lacrosse schedule, the twins did, you know, and Bentley showed me her amazing dance routines. And she said, next time I have a recital, I'll let you know when it is. That's pretty special. And so what happened after that? So after I divorced my second husband, I had a few years that I kind of needed to grow a little bit, Mm -hmm. I'll be honest. And then I met my current husband now, and we, well, we will have been married 13 years in August. Mm, Great. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been amazing. He really has. He's really helped me open my eyes to make sure that the kids were raised. I always want to give my kids so much, (laughs) you know, you just want to give them everything. And he made me realize that they don't need everything. They just need you. And so it made it very easy in conjunction with being able to have interactions with Jonah and Tim Mm -hmm. and their children, as well as our children, you know, and be able to have that. It makes it so much easier when everybody is on board. And it didn't sound like you had a hard time jumping on board. No, no. I mean, you know. <laughs> I love children. So as soon as somebody said babies, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. I was right there. <laughs> so how many children do you have? I have a total of three. My oldest will be 26 on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then I have a 24-year-old. And then I have an 18-year-old. So my oldest is named Gage. And my second one's name's Trey. Mm-hmm. And then my baby is Jacqueline, and we call her Jack-Jack. Oh, isn't that fun? <laughs> yeah. So how have your children managed through all of this? Um, it was honestly pretty awesome with my boys, because if they were in trouble, they knew it the minute they walked in the door, because they saw us sitting there and saw their dad and Jonah sitting there, and they were like, oh, no. we're all together now (laughs) we're in trouble (laughs) but it was also good because they got to see like when the boys graduated we all sat together we had a graduation party and all of our families were able to come together and that was awesome to just see everyone together because the last time that everyone was together was when we got married you know right right (laughs) So to have like even like my parents and aunts and uncles and grandparents and everybody there and everybody intermingling so well. And it just really puts a lot of things in perspective as far as you're happy with what you have Mm -hmm. and you're happy that you're able to have those things because you've been able to grow. You mentioned a minute ago that after the second divorce, you Mm -hmm. had to take some time and I don't know if maybe I'm putting words in your mouth, but to find yourself or reinvent yourself or something, you said something similar to that. Yeah, just to really figure out what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, I still don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but to reflect a little, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, I mean, just to see everything that I've gone through and to, it hasn't been bad because it's really made me who I am today. Right. And it's made me, honestly, I feel like a better person. 
as a whole. And to be able to interact with so many different people and hear different people in different situations, you know, just in passing, you know, and be able to be, you know, they ask questions, you know, well, have you been divorced? People don't know me or anything like that. I'm like, well, yeah, twice, you know, Mm -hmm. and I said, but it's okay. And I feel like that's maybe the reflection that I needed was that it's okay. Right. Because as we talked earlier, before we started to record this podcast, you mentioned that there was a time when you felt like a failure. Oh, yeah. What was that like? Well, my first divorce, I did feel like a failure. You know, my parents have been married forever, over 40 years, 44 years, actually. And so coming from a family that's still together, um, with parents that are loving and unconditionally towards each other and towards all of us kids and grandkids now, I really did feel like I failed because that it wasn't an option to divorce, I guess, for me in my mind when I first got married. But I didn't realize that I was so young at the time that it was okay to not be okay. Right. And at the time, you didn't see that. No, no, not at all. And then when I got my second divorce, man, I really felt like I had ultimately failed. And I not only felt at that time, I was like, I failed my kids. Hmm. You know, I failed myself. That's what you were thinking about. Yeah. Did you place the blame on yourself or? Not then. I didn't. But I kind of see, yeah, I had some of the blame. And that's the reason why I'm asking, Starla, is because sometimes we get so down on ourselves, we fail to realize that there's two people involved here. It's not just one person, you yeah. know. And so that's why I was asking. Is It sounds like you took a lot of that burden on yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's crazy to reflect back on it and really realize that Everything happens for a reason. It truly does. I believe that. And I'm put where I am today with my amazing husband that has really done so much for my kids. Mm-hmm. And he's really helped mold them into who they are. My daughter, she's 18, and she came home the other day and she just snuggled up against my husband and said, Thank you for making sure I didn't turn out like a little turd. <laughs> Not exactly those words, but, you know. (laughs) Right, Mm -hmm. But when you see things like that, it just, it melts my heart, you know, because he's played such a big part in our lives and to really be there for us. Yeah, it means a lot, doesn't it? It does. You know, as an outsider looking in, I would hardly say you're a failure. I mean, (laughs) you've gone through a lot, Mm -hmm. but yet you've maintained your life and you've kept your children strong. You've kept them moving along. So I I don't don't see that as a failure. I I see you as a very strong person. (laughs) I actually am starting to see that I am not a failure because I'm really lucky. I mean, my oldest will graduate from ISU in the spring, actually, mm-hmm. here in May. And then my second son, he's graduated from BSU a couple of years ago. And my daughter, she got scholarships to ISU, and that's where she's going to go in the fall. And she's just trucking away, you know? Yeah, that's and, not my definition of a failure. <laughs> <laughs> but they've also 
made their struggles and made it, you know, they've worked so hard to get to where they are. And I'm super proud of them. And I can be. And you should be. (laughs) You very well should be. But would you go back and change anything? No. Yeah. That's what I hear from a lot of people. No, I wouldn't change anything. Mm -mm. It's really made me who I am. And it's really made me appreciate so many things because when you go through a divorce, you don't have much. You just have your kids. Mm -hmm. If you have kids, you know, and that honestly is probably what saved me is my kids. It's having, having Mm -hmm. those kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you working at the time or did you have to go back? You said. So I started working when I was um, 16 at Fred Meyer. I started there. And then when I had um, my first son, I was still going to high school because I hadn't graduated yet. Mm -hmm. So I did night school. And so I stopped working for a while and then I went back to work after Trey my second son and so I went back to work after I had him and then when I had my daughter is when I was a a stay-at-home mom and that's when I had stopped working again and then I went back after like I said a year after the twins were born so my daughter was about three-ish Okay. At the time. When you went back to work. Mm-hmm. And you've yeah. been at work. Ever since. <laughs> See, and again, I just have to keep going back to, you know, you might have thought yourself as a failure because you look at your parents and how long they've been married and you mm-hmm. thought, what, what, why can't I do that? But as you look at your children, as you look at your life, would you have it any other way? No. No. No, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. It's all those trials really did make me grow, mm-hmm. ultimately. Yeah, you're a stronger person because oh, of yeah. it. That's the funny thing about trials is while we're going through them, we don't like them. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but when we get through them and turn around and look back, it's like, wow, I've come a long way. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And hopefully that's what you're able to see. Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. And I see it more and more each day. Mm-hmm. I really do. And honestly, I do take pride in where I'm at today. Yeah, you should. You worked for this. Yeah. You have worked for this, and this is something that you earned. Yes, yeah. and I and I've worked for it with so many people supporting me. Mm-hmm. You know, if I didn't have the support that I have had through everything, I mean, my parents have always been there, right yeah. there. My brothers too. I mean, how many times those poor guys helped me move was <laughs> ridiculous, but they, without a doubt, would just jump and go, and it just makes you appreciate your family. Yeah, and again, outsider looking in. That's what I saw. That's what I saw through through all this. I saw your mom and dad, they're rocks. Mm-hmm. I saw your brother stand by your side the whole way. And yep. There's something to be said for that. You've got a great family and you're a close family. Yeah, we are. And yeah. we're all still here, you mm-hmm. know, in the same area. And not a lot of families have that. Right. You know, a lot of people, they move away, get different jobs and they're far away. But our whole entire support system is still here. And that's pretty dang awesome. Yeah, I think so too. So what are some of your strengths now that you look back and see what you went through? Well, some of my strengths would probably be that I have grown a backbone. (laughs) (laughs) You did not have one before? (laughs) No, I kind of let a few people just kind of trample on me like a doormat, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's okay, but you shouldn't be that constantly. Right. And so I do feel like I do have a backbone, but I also have a lot more compassion for others going through divorce or 
thinking that maybe they failed, you know, and maybe I can be like, nah, I don't, I don't think you did. And like you said before, it takes two people. Yeah, it does. And there's always fault in both places. Somehow there's fault in both places. It can't just be in one place. Because if you really look deep down into the root of things, there's usually something on both sides that, you know, really contribute to failed marriage, you know. But it's okay. Because you have to be open to take those steps to get a divorce, to be able to better yourself. Because you have to realize at a point in time that it's not going to be okay, that you need to take steps. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. At what point did you realize it wasn't going to be okay? So with my first marriage, I realized it probably when my son, when he had his first birthday, my second son, I just realized I wasn't where I should be and that I really needed to go and make a better life in my eyes for my boys. And I needed to do that. And Tim and I, we really were young and we're ultimately, like I said, big, selfish, young people. Maturity wasn't there. No, no. And it just is good to see that how far we've come. Both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 His family, his wife and their children are doing so well. And it just makes me so happy to see that he's doing well and that I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. And that we've both done well on our own, which is good. That's more than good. <laughs> it's right. fantastic, actually. Yeah, yeah, really, it is. It is. So there have been a lot of people out there who've gone through divorces and haven't. I'd say worked out as well as yours has, Mm -hmm. but obviously it's choices. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of choices. What keeps you so positive? You have to be because if you aren't positive and you just look to all those negative things like failure, you won't overcome anything and you will be stagnant. And once you're stagnant, you can't be happy because you have to move forward happiness is moving forward and you choose that and too many people stay stagnant for a while and have grudges and you know just have a lot of pain i mean i'm not gonna lie it was super painful i'm sure you know your heart is breaking but you have to get through that somehow and everybody's different everybody has something different that pulls them through and honestly for me like my biggest strength is my kids That's what pulled you through. Mm -hmm. And honestly, my family, you know, my support group. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. But here you are today, this positive person. (laughs) You know, I don't know if anybody just meeting you would ever have any idea that you've had the struggles that you've had, the trials that you've had, just because you're so positive. But I love your attitude. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's refreshing and it's really good. Thanks. I try my best. (laughs) Yeah. So Starla, as we kind of wrap up here... The question I have for you is, what message would you share for people who might be experiencing something similar to what you did? You're not a failure. You're not a failure because you can look and strive for something, something, anything. And as long as you work towards those things and are growing and honestly don't hold those grudges, 
those grudges can be nasty, nasty things that ultimately will pull you down and could ultimately destroy you. And I've seen it before. And so many people can't let go. Just let go. As my husband always tells me now, just let it go. It's okay. Sometimes you just have to do that and you can get through it and it will be all right. So just use the Elsa method. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Just let it go. <laughs> have you ever held grudges and that's how you kind of know what yeah. it's like? Yeah, I have. And it's not fun. It's not a good feeling. And it's just wears you down so much that it's just not a good feeling. Not worth it, is it? No, no, yeah. not at all. Not at all. Well, your message is going to be well taken <laughs> because I think people can relate. You know what I mean? They yeah. Can, they can relate. Marriages are hard. Let's just throw that out there. Oh, yeah, uh, they are. You can be married 50 years, but... I don't know if you can say all 50 years were bliss, but you made it through those 50 years and you worked and you're both on the same page. And so, yeah, gosh, I mean, you've seen it and now you're in the process 13 years now. You've It'll been, be 13 you're... years in August. Yeah. Well, that's, he's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you keep talking about this guy being amazing. He must really be an amazing guy. He really is. He went to school and I've been super supportive for him to do that. He became an RN and now he's actually a nurse practitioner and we have our own practice. We've come quite a ways. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And are you still working then? Yes, I am. Okay. I am a florist at Fred Meyer still. Oh, and I love cool. it because I have the best job in the whole dang store. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Well, Starla, thank you for taking time out of your day. It's a pleasure to just visit with you again and get caught up with your life. So thank you. Of course. Thank you. And to my listeners, remember to speak up, speak out, and speak often. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.